Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for another edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Today, Ryan Snyder is the guest and he is going to join us to talk about the official visitor coming to Penn State, Ohio this weekend. Some other names to know on the recruiting front ahead of the Nittany Lions home opener. And we're also going to dive into some week two recruiting stats from the commits that the Nittany Lions have in the class of 2023. That's all coming up next here on the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. I'm Greg Pickle from Blue White Illustrated. That's Ryan Snyder from Blue White Illustrated. In the weeks ahead, if you missed our exciting news last Thursday, Sean Fitz, uh, formerly of numerous uh, Penn State sites, is back with BWI and is going to be leading and a part of our recruiting coverage. Uh, He'll also be a part of the show here in the weeks to come, Ryan. That was the most exciting news for us last week. Then obviously Penn State fans, they were pumped up about that. Also got to see the Lions beat Purdue on the road on the same day. So Thursday was a busy one, Ryan, and we got a lot more recruiting to talk moving forward. Yeah, well, first off, excited to have Sean. We've been good friends for a long time, I think. Most people know that by now. Uh, we've, we've this Penn State beat is really friendly. I mean, everybody, at, I'll say it lines 24 7. I know you, you were like, should I say it, Greg? Should I not? Uh, no, everybody, you know, from Mark and Tyler and all those guys are our good friends. And uh, Sean's been a good friend of ours for a long, long time. So we're excited to have him with us. And uh, I know it's probably some of you were hoping Sean would be with us today to talk recruiting. We're still ironing everything out, getting, uh, getting it back to uh, uh, you know a five-man staff like we like we had previously and I think in the weeks to come I would I would think next week we'll, we'll be talking recruiting with Sean here uh, on Tuesdays and he'll be sprinkled in for for other podcasts in the weeks to come but uh, we're Greg and I are going to hold down and talk some Ohio visitors and uh, some Zion Tracy and, and a couple things today Greg so let's kick it off. Yeah, let's do it. So obviously Penn State, Ohio, the home opener is going to bring a pretty good group of prospects to campus, maybe better than any opener in recent memory, at least when it comes to playing a Mac school. Uh, Sean Fitz, as we just mentioned, posted his first look at the visitor list. I know you helped him out with that. So we're going to get into some of those names here in a bit. But first, I want to start with Zion Tracy. He is the lone official visitor coming to Penn State this weekend. The on-three recruiting prediction machine favors the Nittany Lions at this point. And Ryan, I, I think that he's one to keep keep an eye on uh, this weekend and moving forward as a possible addition to this Penn State class. Let's start with this first. Why is he someone Penn State wanted to get on campus? Why is he someone they want to host for an official visit? As we've discussed before, uh, the fact that they're using an official visit on Zion Tracy obviously signals how much interest they have in him. Yeah. So Zion came to Penn State two years ago, two summers ago, uh, and had a good workout there. And and I think it's important to note uh, I believe he ran like a f- mid four fives. I want to say, I mean, it was an impressive workout and someone that came on their radar, like I said, in the summer of uh, what was that? 2021, uh, I guess it would be. So they didn't pursue him then. Obviously last year they had a, they had a pretty good defensive back class. They've had a like, quite a few good, good defensive back classes here in recent years. And Zion goes on commits to temple. And then of course, temple has a coaching change and he decides to go the postgraduate route. So Penn state gets another look at him uh, at camp. 
this past summer, uh, which he came on, I think it was the July 29th camp. And not only did he put up good testing numbers again, you know, for, for a second straight camp, but he put up incredible testing numbers for, for being honest with it. Uh, I was at low four, four forty. Uh, four two five ish shuttle, I want to say, and then a, a broad jump of ten six, which is you know really measures explosion, and you know those are three really key uh, testing uh, ways to test players, I guess you'd say. Um, yeah, and and man, he he blew it away with all three of them. So that's that's when Zion Tracy became okay, someone we're going to keep an eye on this season to someone we need to just go and get. And so Zion just this past weekend claimed an offer publicly. Honestly, that's that's been in the works for a while now. I, I, I think behind the scenes, he's had a, an offer for weeks now. Uh, and I, I have now logged a, a recruiting prediction machine pick as well. Honestly, I was going to do it three weeks ago. And was kind of asked not to, because I mean, Penn State's been trying to uh, keep Zion Tracy on the low uh, for the most part. We, we've seen some other schools poaching their players and, and Penn State's always been good at identifying guys. And now that we are right up to this official visit, I think that that, that worry is, is kind of gone away now, which is why we can discuss it a little bit more. But uh, I, I expect him to be a Nittany Lion, uh, whether it is Saturday, whether it's Sunday, whether he goes and takes some time, we'll see. But uh, I mean, he's been, he's made it very blunt. This is a school he wants to attend. Penn state wants him, but the offers out there publicly now. I mean, everything has kind of been checked there uh, as a player that, uh, that should end up in this class. He does technically have an official visit scheduled to Syracuse for the end of October. I'd be really surprised if that visit happens. I, I think he's going to be in Italy line. I think it would, could be probably Sunday after his official visit, but it wouldn't even surprise me really if it came before or, or you know, how last year they were doing those commitments on the field. That wouldn't surprise right. me either. But keep an eye on Zion, Zion Tracy this weekend. I, I put in a confidence score of 70. I, if I'm being honest, it's, it's higher than that. But I, I try not to put like a 90 and make it look incredibly obvious. But I, I expect him to be in Italy line. I expect him to be soon. Yeah, so Penn State, of course, moving on in the class of 2022 with hoping to add a few more players here before December, which, of course, is still a ways away. But Zion Tracy would be a good get for the Lions, Ryan. And I think that you make a good point there. We talked about this last year, but I think as we get ready for the first home game, it's worth noting once again that there's a some some believe that these on-field commitments prior to game day have some kind of an impact or a, a negative thing to do with the way the team actually prepares and plays, and that's just not the case. So we don't know if Zion Tracy's going to do that, but I just felt like getting that off my chest here as we get ready for the home opener because we do see that Penn State on game day, they bring a lot of recruits out to midfield uh, with the opportunity to meet with James Franklin and get that one-on-one -on -one time. It's not long you know, for each kid. It's probably, what, about 20 seconds, if that, um, mm -hmm. but it can be enough to to make a difference to guys especially younger ones who maybe haven't been to beaver stadium before or guys like zion tracy who were there for an official visit and all the bells and whistles that come with that so uh good thing to keep in mind there and we'll keep an eye on this and see where it goes uh moving forward but certainly um Craig, let, me, State, let me let me hop in be, before we switch real yep. quick yep i just want I, i'm sorry i just cut you off uh, I mean, those those on field commitments are like scheduled guys like that was always expected. And then also like this is why you pay your assistants big money <laughs> like that allows James Franklin to focus on recruiting, allows recruiting staff to focus on recruiting. That's why your and and Terry Smith and everybody on the offensive defensive side, they, they are the ones really focusing on pregame prep. So it was funny because you, you bring a good point, like a lot of people on our boards last year were like, you know, we got, they got a game coming up. Like, well, what are they doing? Uh, taking commitments and smiling and doing photos. And 
this is a it's a I don't want to say sophisticated, but it, it's it's a detailed operation. They they know what they're doing on game right. day, and uh, you know having those taking those photos and and you know building those bonds with recruits. Uh, that that's how you get those uh, Joey Porter juniors out there uh, in a couple years to come. Right. So obviously we'll see plenty of that on Saturday. Kickoff scheduled for noon. The game will be on ABC. If you're not at Beaver Stadium, we of course will be. And you can join us at Blue White Illustrated for one dollar for one year of access. That deal is not going to last forever, folks. So make sure you join us here if Penn State looks to move to two and zero. And also you'll get obviously recru- recruiting coverage from Ryan and Sean, inside team info from Nate Bauer, and of course the extensive film breakdowns and much more from Thomas Frank Carr, who is producing for us today. Ryan, Penn State Ohio visitors. I guess let's leave that for the end and get into some of these stats. That's first. Mm-hmm. It wrapped up um, from week two of the high school football season. I want to start with Jackson Smolik, and there's a reason for that, because you won't be at Penn State, Ohio. You have elected to fly to Iowa to see Jackson Smolik play on Friday night, and I know you're excited about that. So what have you yeah. seen from him so far? It was another game where if you look at the stat line, I don't know if you're blown away by it, but uh, certainly there's plenty to like when you watch the film about how his season started so far. Yeah, uh, I mean, I haven't double checked this morning, but have they? Has Jackson been putting out film yet? I, I don't think he has been. Uh, of his yeah, so, so you far. can catch a couple clips on YouTube if you look for the full games. Okay. You can find those, but he hasn't been releasing it himself. No, right. So at least I, not yet. Point, like, yeah, I mean, the big. That's right. That first that that Southeast Polk game was uh, was definitely on YouTube. But um, I mean, that's why I'm going out there. I don't know a whole lot. I want to learn more about their offense. There's a lot of things that I think we'll learn a lot with with this trip. And then, oh, by the way, he's playing J.J. Cole, uh, a guy that we were discussing for the longest time as somebody that Penn State was really interested in. Of course, he's committed to Iowa State now. So if I'm going to fly to Iowa to watch a prospect one I want to watch a quarterback and two I want to watch that quarterback against another really good quarterback and I think we'll get a a much better feel for for Smolik and what he brings and all types of that stuff T Frank I I know you're getting behind scenes now excited about all the film I'm going to bring you for you to break down next weekend but uh 15 to 22 for 174 yards one touchdown one interception this past weekend hey they got the win 45 to 19 I mean he's not he's not putting up those numbers that Aller put up but I had to go out there to watch Aller to realize why they're putting up those numbers. And, and it's really just a lot of quick screens, a lot of wide receivers making those, making those numbers massive as, like, as what they were. That That's really what I took away from those, those two Aller games that I attended last year. So just trying to get right. a feel for what they, what they do with Jackson uh, and just you know, all, all types of little things there. Uh, I think we'll learn a lot. And that's, that's why I'm taking that trip this weekend. Uh, he also had three rushes for 35 yards. So not a, not much of a runner, but 35 yards is, is it too bad compared to, uh, I think his first game, he only had like 10 or something like that. But uh, just right. to shift over real quick, a couple other stats for the weekend. Joey Schlafler, or Schlafler uh, had a block punt for safety, and he also had a nice 47-yard touchdown. You can see that on his highlights there. Uh, Matthias Barnwell had a hell of a catch. I don't know if you guys have seen those uh, those highlights on Twitter. They're, they're on his huddle page as well. Check it out. Really yep. nice, like one-handed, laying back kind of catch. Uh, was really was really impressed with the, seeing yep. his athleticism there. Uh, they didn't get the win this past weekend, but uh, and and they, uh, the team they faced was a top team. Like there's not too many other like crazy stats for Matthias this weekend, but boy, that's a really impressive catch for a guy his size. Right. Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, Jameel Lyons had six tackles, one tackle for loss, and two sacks. Roman Catholic got a win over uh, 41-14 over Trinity. That game was actually ended early from what I was told because there was a little skirmish between the two teams. Uh, of course, Jordan Hill is the head coach at Trinity, and then uh, Rick Preet is the head coach of Roman Catholic. Two people I'm pretty close with there, so I'll, I'll 
be curious to learn a little more about that story. I was planning to attend that game, and I was in a I was in a wedding this weekend, so I didn't get to it. Uh, I, I would say that the guy who's putting up the numbers, the the eye popping eye popping stats right now, it definitely remains Tony Rojas. Thirteen carries yep. for ninety four yards and a touchdown. He also had three receptions for 91 yards and, and another score, uh, all playing offense, of course. And then he had eight tackles, four sacks uh, in Fairfax's 38-7 to seven win over Langley. So uh, Tony continues to put up some pretty impressive numbers. And then King Mack, special teams, James Franklin probably loves seeing this, man. King Mack had two uh, punt returns for a score, and then he blocked another punt, which is wild to me. Like, he's your kick returner, he's your punt returner, but then you have – blocking punts as well he blocks a punt that falls in the end zone and they get another score there uh st thomas aquinas won 42 to nothing but i mean king mac a defensive player uh scored 21 of those 42 points i mean he, he didn't score the touchdown but he blocked it and uh, right. one of his teammates recovered it there but uh yeah check out king max highlights this weekend i thought they were that was pretty impressive like i said that matthias barnwell catch was awesome tony rojas had some good stats and and check out the linemen too i mean I, i'm not totally tracking all pancake blocks although i did see i think I think Cooper Cousins had like four or five. Um, yeah. But uh, Javen Williams, Cooper Cousins, uh, who am I missing? Uh, Alex Birchmeyer put out some film this weekend. Like uh, the, the, uh, the O-linemen are putting out consistent film as well. So check those guys out. Yeah. No, I was impressed with Rojas's line. It's pretty clear why Penn State was so uh, persistent, I guess you could say, on trying to land him. Jamil Lyons has had a nice start to his season, too. That catches my eye. And then, yeah, I'm really curious to see what you learn about Smolik and this high school offense that he plays in when you go out there on Friday. Because, again, you know, I think it's important to note that uh, when Ryan does the film, uh, I'm sorry, the stat recaps over the weekend or on Monday, whenever it might be, you know, it's important to look at the numbers. But uh, usually the film's embedded there, too, at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com, and that can tell you yep. a lot more than anything. Now, you always say it, Ryan, and it's true that the more full games we can watch, the better. Now, a lot of teams don't post those, and uh, so they can be a little bit challenging to find. But when you do get to find those, it can tell you a lot about where these guys are, how they've improved, more than just the highlights. Because, you know, to your point that you made last week, you're never going to see the bad plays on the highlights and how guys bounce nope. back from the bad plays. And that can mean as much, if not more, than the one-handed catches or pancake blocks and things like that. So keep an eye out for that right. stuff. And, you know, we'll see what Jackson Smollick looks like. But anything in particular other than the obvious you're hoping to learn when you go out there Friday, Ryan? Uh, just getting to know, I mean, I always like to get to know his coaches and stuff too. Cause I, I I'm going to sound like Franklin here. Right. But like when you get to know the people around the school, you get to know that you do, you learn so much more about the player and his personality and things like that. So, uh, I fly out pretty early. I'll be hanging out around the school a little bit during the day. I, I don't know exactly the access I'll get. They're playing a massive game against Ankeny. This is a really important game for playoffs and things like that down the road. So, the last thing I want to be is that annoying reporter trying to steal your quarterback before uh, the biggest game, one of the biggest games of the year. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of working that out with their coaches and all that, but just getting to know people, man. I mean, like from my experience going out to see Aller last year, like just, just getting to know family, getting to know assistant coaches, things like that. It, it means so much uh, down the road then when, you, when you're trying to do different stories or, or really trying to paint the picture of what fans need to know about this individual. So that's, that's that's the big big chunk of it, and then of course, obviously, just seeing how he plays and getting all that film, and you know, we'll do we'll do different interviews and things like that. But I, I'm much more of like a uh, I'm a I'd like to say I'm a I have the gift of gap, or at least my friends always say that about me. So just kind of getting to know people and and uh, you know, getting them familiar with who I am as well. That's that's really what I'm trying to take out of this. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. You'll be able to follow updates on BlueWhiteIllustrated.com as Jackson Smolik and his team look for a big win this Friday night. And then obviously, Ryan, we'll get into the other big attraction of the weekend, Penn State, Ohio, and the recruits who will be on campus, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Sean Fitz has a first look for subscribers at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. It's just $1 for one year. If you haven't taken advantage of that yet, go to the site right on the homepage, BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. You can sign up for one year for $1. It's not going to last forever. So check it out at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. But let's get into a couple of the names, Ryan, here. We mentioned Zion Tracy, the only official visitor scheduled to be on campus. But let's highlight some other names to note, too. Uh, as you've mentioned previously here on the show, uh, longtime high school prep writer uh, Tom Lemming uh, is going to be in town doing his annual photo shoot. And that is up to the number of players and the quality of the players who will be on campus for this game. For sure. Um I think we're going to see around a dozen or so scholarship guys, not including uh, the committed players, of course. I mean, I will say there will be a handful of committed guys. Birchmeyer is expected, Donko, uh, Schlafler, I think Barnwell and Rojas. Those are the guys who have said so far that they'll be there. And I wouldn't be surprised if a couple others end up popping up on campus. But, it, it, yeah, we never really see a list like this for the first game of the year. I mean, especially like – well, Villanova wasn't the first game. But these, these first couple right. ones – uh, Penn State usually just kind of one they like to really kind of focus on their team a bit more uh, and then two uh, just they're not the most exciting of games and it's hard to get the state college as it is and oh by the way they're usually at noon so there's there's a couple right. things there that usually keep these lists kind of small but as you mentioned Lemmy's doing his photo shoot up there this past uh, up this weekend uh, Lemmy Lemmy does this usually every year in state college and uh, you know Tom is a very respected name in recruiting and so a lot of recruits will come out there to introduce themselves and you know kind of get their names out there more so that will help bring this list up a bit a uh, handful of guys I want to mention Brandon Raymond is a I think a pretty impressive wide receiver uh, from St. Joseph's prep that uh, I think fans to keep an eye on he came up to what was it what camp was it um, I think they did a midweek camp in June yes. uh, Brandon yep. came up and, and had a really good workout there I thought that was uh, certainly grabbed my attention there I knew about him before but I, I didn't really get to see him up close thought he had excellent hands that day put up some some decent testing numbers he didn't uh, he didn't do all the testing that day, but just a couple of the testing numbers he did, he certainly stood out. And uh, I think he'll be a guy, and th- you can say this about all 2024 guys, but um, how this season goes will play a massive part in where he's at on Penn State's board. But uh, I really like Raymond. I really like his personality, too. A lot of little things there, like, you know, this this guy fits Penn State. So I'm excited to see him. His, his teammate, uh, David White. So actually, he's going to have a lot of teammates there. I should probably just hit on that. Uh, David Washington's a, a top wide receiver prospect from St. Joseph's Prep that's coming on up. Anthony Saka's a, a 2025 prospect from Prep 
uh, who's coming up. I think I think fans, if you're not familiar with Anthony Sacco by now, you, you probably don't follow recruiting very closely. Uh, he's right. 2025, but yeah, he's Tony Sacco's son, and uh, just about everybody's going to be off. Uh, uh, excuse me offering and after uh this young man you know georgia ohio state notre dame michigan um miami's another one i mean he's already got some some really good quality offers one thing is too what's actually interesting with with saka too is i don't think he's ever been to a game like actually been to like a real game uh, i think he said when he was right. like really young he went to one and then the most recent one was i don't know like sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade something like that and he just went to a right. blue white game so that's just kind of wild to me that you know his dad's a uh, former quarterback here and, and they live in Philadelphia too. It's not like they're in California, uh, but he really right. hasn't been to a game. So this will be his first opportunity to, to kind of take that all in as a recruit. Uh, a couple others, there's a, there's some quality guys from St. Francis expected. Michael Van Buren's a, a top quarterback prospect. I think we've talked about a, a ton uh, right now. He's ranked uh, was a top 100 in the on three consensus. And, you know, we've talked about Jaden Bradford and Jaden Davis and a bunch of guys. Van Buren's in that mix of so those kind of, four or five quarterbacks that uh, well, obviously let's watch closely this season and see who really uh, they decide to go all after uh, his teammate. I'm going to butcher the last name. I obituary. Uh, I'm sorry. I if I screwed that up there, but he's a really good quarterback in the 2024 class. He's expected as well. About six foot one, one ninety out of state Francis, another top 200 kind of player. I was up earlier this year. I want to say it was March. I'm trying to pull it up here. Yes. March 26th. Uh, he was on campus, so this will be his second time to Penn State, and he's off to a great start this season too. I think I think he's going to be a player who moves up in the rankings. Let's obviously let's see how the season goes, but he's going to play some really good quality teams. He's got all the measurables, you know, testing numbers that what we've seen so far are all pretty good. So uh, keep an eye on him uh, moving up in the months to come. But uh, yeah, like we've mentioned, I mean, you're going to have some quality programs bringing up quality players to, for this photo shoot. Um, you know, there's going to be a few others there from St. Francis. I think DeWan Williams is a quality running back that we're expecting as well. Uh, I didn't mention Samaj Jones, uh, who's the quarterback out of St. Joseph's Prep. Like Francis, St. Saint Francis and Prep are both bringing some quality guys up for this one. And then yeah. you'll mix and match some guys throughout the region. I'm not going to put the whole list out there. As you guys know, we, we try and keep a good chunk of it behind the paywall. But uh, I think that the thing to know is there should be about 12 to 15 scholarship guys on campus when it's all said and done. Uh, this one other guy too, I really want to mention before we uh, before we end up here quick is uh, Jeff Exenor, 2025. List as an athlete right now, six two two ten out of McDonough. I think he's going to grow into a defensive end. Uh, I'd be curious just to kind of see how he grows there. But like I said, six two two ten at the moment. Uh, Penn State, Vatech, USC, Maryland, Boston College, uh, a handful of uh, schools on Exenor early on. He has a, a family relationship with Kenny Sanders. Uh, Kenny Sanders actually. Hit, Kenny Sanders' younger cousin is actually Chris Jones. I don't want to confuse him with the 2024 linebacker. Um, but uh, Sanders is close with some people in the Axenor family. So just something to keep an eye on down the road there on, on how that relationship uh, impacts Penn State here. But Axenor has been on campus, I think, at least two or three times now. And uh, this will be at least I – I think this will be a second game at Penn State. I'll have to double-check on that. Yeah, so it's going to be a good list. There's no doubt about that. We'll have complete coverage at bluewhiteillustrated.com of both the Penn State Ohio game and also the recruiting fallout from it, whether that's Zion Tracy, whether that's guys getting offers. Uh, stay tuned to bluewhiteillustrated.com for the latest. Ryan, as we come down the home stretch here, it's been a light show. It's been a light week here, but obviously things are about to pick up big time between the, this opportunity to get prospects on campus for the first time, and obviously everyone will be looking ahead then to Penn State Auburn and what that means on the field, and recruits will be paying attention to it as well any final thoughts as we come down the home stretch here and you get ready to head out to iowa to see jackson smollick in action for the first time 
What'd you think of the Purdue game? You were out there. I mean, I, would, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of recruiting know, to talk about. What'd you think? Yeah, you know, I would just say this, Ryan. I think that the way it was viewed in the immediate moments after the game and the way it's viewed now after going back and watching it and kind of digesting some of that and then watching the totality of week one college football, I think it was a better effort for Penn State than I gave it credit for. And I think many people gave it credit for from the jump. You know, mm -hmm. Purdue obviously helped it uh, win that game. I don't think there's any question about that. I'm still am not sure what exactly Purdue's late game plan was other than to they keep ran the ball 13 to 14 the, times yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry yep. that's crazy yep. to me sorry. yeah i mean the, the plan was was clearly to keep as much time on the clock for penn state as possible and i know they're not a running team and you know we're talking about this game in a much different light if that pass that was originally called a completion then overturned to an incompletion if that is ruled a completion we're talking about this game in a much different way but you know penn state was probably not the better team for four quarters but it made the plays late when it needed to and we've seen them not be able to do that on the road before Ryan so I think you have to take this one for what it is yeah there's some sloppy things they need to get cleaned up yes there were some penalties that uh you know can't continue to happen week in and week out moving forward but all told I think it was a much better performance than what it was originally given credit for and when you look at this team now uh we knew that it was going to have some strengths and I think we saw a lot of those we figured there'd be some weaknesses and we saw those come up and you know now you play an Ohio team that you should have no problem with. And we should see a lot more of those freshmen play and obviously hopefully mm -hmm. get to see more of Abdul Carter after his targeting ejection that just, uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, just uh, I'm just not sure what you're supposed to do in that situation. But we talk about this at least once a year. So just kind of is what it is. But, yeah, a good performance. And uh, those who were backing the lines with the three and a half uh, found a way to cover in the end. So congratulations to those mm -hmm. of you who did. I said they ran the ball 13 to 4. They passed the ball. It was uh, the 14 plays leading up to Penn State's final game winning drive. They threw the ball 13 of 14 plays. I mean, if you just mix in two more runs, three more runs, I mean, that, that's a, it's, it looks a whole lot different. Uh, at least Penn State's right. final drive would have probably been up to like 0 0 0 on the clock, is what I'm saying there. So just, just mind boggling to me uh, that that's. I still think that was Purdue giving the game away more than Penn State totally earning it. But then, yes, like you said, when I went and watched some of those other teams this past week, and I thought, mm, yeah, Penn State's a better team than I thought, and, and they deserve a little more credit for that game. And I think Purdue's still going to be a good team. I mean, they were a nine-win team last year uh, when, when you include their bowl wins. So uh, just curious to see how it shakes out. But, uh, oh man, Joey Porter Jr., I thought he had a heck of a second half there. Um, yeah, just, just that was a win they had to have. A win they absolutely had to have if they're going to hit nine wins this year, which is, I think, what most fans expect them to do. Yes. I mean, I don't think there's any way for them to get to that mark without a win in this win in that particular game. And now you have, again, you face an Ohio team that you're a 24 and a half point favorite over and should be able to win and win convincingly. I think that a lot of Penn State fans are going to have their eye on the running game this week and what that can do against Ohio after it again failed to break the 100 yard mark against uh, Purdue. But I think we saw some signs that it can be better in that department this year, Ryan, compared to years past. But I still understand the frustrations that are out there and the inconsistencies and things like that. So we'll see. But should be a good week for Penn State. Should be a good week for Penn State recruiting. And we'll see what the commitments continue to do. But, yeah, I would say well, ultimately we're on the same page there. If you go look at T. Frank's uh, stock up, stock down stuff, you can get a sense of who played and who didn't or you know, who played well and who maybe did not play so well. That's at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com, YouTube.com slash Blue White Illustrated and wherever you get your podcast. So Ryan, 
Uh, I think we can call it there. Uh, he's Ryan Snyder. I'm Greg Pickle, and we are wrapping up this week's edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. We'll catch you next week and maybe even have Sean Fitz on with, with us then. But until then, have a good rest of the week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.